Hello there. I'm Derek. And I'm Jamie. And welcome to the I Know You with Derek and Jamie Halloween Spooktacular. <laughs> the podcast where two friends recommend themed content and try to predict the other's reaction to see who knows who better. Also, we will always have a spooktacular mini segment where we discuss anything from who killed who this week and what ghosts are coming out with new podcasts. The possibilities seem to never die. Oh. Also, there'll be some mini games, so don't forget to stick around for the mini games. Yeah, and if you haven't guessed by now, today's theme is Halloween. It is our Halloween Woo! spooktacular, and we chose this theme because it's fucking Halloween, guys. Get pumped. Um, my choice for this awesome, amazing theme is 2017's It. And the movie that I suggested is slightly less scary. It's called Hubie Halloween, and it's on Netflix starring Adam Sandler. But, you know, just a disclaimer before we jump in, there are spoilers for both of these movies in the podcast, so listen at your own risk. Unless you just don't care or don't want to watch Halloween movies, just listen. It'll be a good episode. All right, Jamie, so what's been happening to you in this spooky month? Uh, Let's see. It's only the beginning for us. We're like halfway through it almost. Yeah. Honestly, you haven't done anything spooky yet. We haven't gotten pumpkins. We haven't gotten apple picking. We have. We don't think we're doing a costume, so I don't see us really doing Halloween this year. Katie and I also probably aren't doing Halloween. We were planning like a small camping trip, so we might wear some clothes. I don't know. Well, we'll wear some clothes. We might. Wear I would some- hope you wear clothes. <laughs> We might wear some <laughs> costumes, but yeah, no, not nothing spooky, <laughs> super spooky yet. I guess the spookiest things was watching these movies in preparation for the podcast. It's a good way to start the spooky season. Haven't really even started eating fall food yet, which kind of bums me out. No, we haven't really either, especially in Florida. It's still, it's very summer. It's still like low to mid eighties and pretty humid. So although we did have like a butternut squash soup the other day, which was really Ooh. good and she's going to make that, but as a vegan mac and cheese this week so we're starting to get there i'm waiting for the chili Ooh, the chili will be good yeah all right well let's get into some films then let's get into this spooktacular we're gonna start off with my movie hubie halloween my guesses for derek's ratings for this movie it's an adam sandler movie and i know he likes some adam sandler movies i just feel like for my objective competence for his guests I'm going more mid-range in the what he thought of this movie. And I gave it a C plus is my guess for Derek. For personal enjoyment, I'm guessing he gave it a 7 out of 10. And for rewatchability, I'm giving this a 2. It's not going to be in every Halloween, but maybe some Halloweens, he'll throw it on. So those are my guesses. Okay, so the info for Hubie Halloween. It's a 2020 Netflix Halloween special directed by Stephen Brill. It's written by Adam Sandler and Tim Hurley. This Happy Madison production stars Adam Sandler, Kevin J. James, Julie Bowen, Ray Liotta, Rob Schneider, and many more. It is supposed to star Cameron Boyce, but he unfortunately passed away in 2019, and there is a touching tribute to him at the end of the film. So the quick summary for this movie, it's Halloween day in Salem, Massachusetts. The local deli guy, Hubie Dubois, volunteers as the town's Halloween monitor. His bullies keep disappearing while there is a possible supernatural new neighbor and a mental institution escapee. Hubie's biggest fan ends up being a person of interest. So, Derek... What did you think of this not scary Halloween movie? <laughs> um, so before I begin, I do want to give my background with Adam Sandler films and kind of where I'm approaching this one. I grew up on Adam Sandler films like Happy Gilmore, yeah. Wedding Singer, Billy Madison, 
even The Waterboy. I love these films. I watch them occasionally still. I think they're great. This is not one of those films for me, unfortunately. No, I didn't think you were going to love it. I just thought it was going to be more of a mid-range kind of Adam Sandler one. Mid-range is pushing (laughs) it even. So I don't think this is this bad, but I think it's funny that Adam Sandler has been quoted as saying, if I don't win an Oscar for Uncut Gems, I'm going to make the worst movie ever. And then this movie comes out. I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying that. I'm just something about whatever. It's a Halloween film. I'll give it that. The thing is just like Halloween is every which where you look like you cannot escape it. If you want to watch a movie that feels like Halloween, like kind of just gives you that Halloween essence. This will do it. This will give it to you. Okay, so I watched it last year for the first time. Didn't find it too funny. I guess I just wasn't in the mood. But this year I was in the mood. There are so many bits like running jokes through this movie, like the fucking thermos that is gold how his thermos is like everything i wanted to like that so much and i liked it and i liked how he used it but like why is no one making a big deal out of that thing because they all think hubie is stupid and they don't care about anything he does i don't get the town's hatred of (laughs) hubie like i just don't like there's nothing that he's done or like said or to anyone that just gets people to hate them he's just easy to pick on and the town is full of bullies i think that's what it is the town is full of o'doyle rules you know what actually i had this as my note i was gonna bring this up later but since things that happen in every adam sandler movie the uh, love interest in this film as people probably know she was in another happy madison production a much earlier one she's in happy gilmore i think she's a much better character in that much more well-rounded yeah she's not a great character in this one this one's just she likes hubie and yeah that's it but her name is violet valentine in this in happy gilmore her name was virginia Bennett. two names with both the alliteration of the v that's not a coincidence billy madison veronica veron little nikki valerie veron the water boy vicky valencourt bennett yeah it goes on and on i think it's just like it's stuff adam sandler does in every movie that he makes and it's just like easter eggs that people can pick up on i will say there were five good laughs for me in this film the first one is when he's talking to uh julie bowen's character he's like how are you and uh officer steve doing she's like well i wouldn't know since we got divorced four years ago and he says oh you and officer steve will get through this rough patch that one got me a little bit and then there's a couple times where the, like the editing goes really quick and it just cuts to an aisle going that also weirdly <laughs> just fucking got me it happened like two to three times and every time it just happened i'm just like what the fuck okay there are a couple more but we'll get to them what did you think of his mom's t-shirts did they not crack you up okay yeah, that was another one yep yeah all of his mom's t-shirt there was boner donor <laughs> i shaved my balls for this happy halloweener i'd hit that if you can read this you're in fart range Muffs driving school and kayaking gets me wet. Yes, I thought those were all great. I loved them. So the spoiler that happens is, like I said in the summary, the bullies keep going missing. And at a point in it, they were like, oh, his biggest fan is probably doing this. And they think it's Julie Bowen's character. But then they eventually realize that it's Adam Sandler's mom, who's just like protecting her son, who ends up probably being a witch because they're in Salem. That's what I put like, like, is she a witch? Because she just kind of, whew. 
vanishes. But no, I will say I honestly didn't really see that coming. And I think the t-shirts were one of the reasons. Like you can't take someone seriously who's wearing those shirts. You just see them and you just go, well, what? that's a stupid joke that they have. I didn't know who like the thing was but like i knew it wasn't steve buscemi i knew he wasn't the killer that's way too obvious and i did love the reveal of he thought he was a werewolf i love that part like steve buscemi is a fake werewolf he plays an actual werewolf in hotel transylvania so he's joining up with adam sandler again being a werewolf i thought that was hilarious and then rob schneider is this mental escapee and the fact that they're roommates and rob schneider was like yeah i just came to get him and bring him back like there's no way you could have expected that and the way like the part i cracked up in most of the scenes they had together, especially the one where Rob Schneider was like, I'm peeing right now. And it just shows him peeing his pants. He's like, so what'd you do all night? He's like, oh, you know, just going around town, seeing the sights, peeing here, peeing there. Mostly pee stuff. I'm peeing right now. (laughs) Peeing right now. Like that cracked me up. But at the end, when the only two cops in town show up to get the mom and the guys are there, Rob and Steve are there too. And they're like, why'd you even bring them? He goes, there was no one left at the station. They had to come. <laughs> one, that doesn't even make sense. There's fucking jail cells. You could just put them in cells. And also speaking of that last scene, one, the reporter comes. It's just going to watch this old elderly woman light these like four people on fire and just be like, yep, this is good news. They're not going to stop this same with Hubie who was just gonna stand there and go <laughs> I can't do anything about it until he throws the soup like he could have like there's so much so many people could have done nothing makes sense in this film one thing that I love doing with Adam Sandler movies is pointing out his wife. It, she's the Harley Quinn news anchor. She's not the anchor. She's the one that's out in the field. That's right. That's her. And then like his two little girls were in that they were the foster daughters of Julie Bowen. I like that they made them be nice to Hubie. I wish like the movie had been more around the kids instead of Hubie. And Hubie was just kind of like this wacky side character because there was so much happening between like because you had the whole escaped mental patient storyline and you had Hubie and his love interest and then you had the whole Ray Liotta stuff and the sergeant and Walter and it was way too much for me. Uh, I don't get it. I will say another funny thing. Shaq is the DJ. (laughs) That kind of got me. And then they fucking overdid it. Not with his wife with the super deep voice. I'm like, okay, haha. But then the stupid make out eating thing. Why? It was to get Adam to laugh. That's it? So it was a prank (laughs) pulled on set and they just kept it in the film? It's stupid and it's funny. Why not? You just got to put in whatever you want to put in there. I need something behind it. I need to care about the the two main characters, which I don't. I I care somewhat about Hubie. Who's the other main character? I guess Julie Bowen's character because she's the love interest. I didn't care about her, though. I didn't care about Kevin James. I didn't care about Keenan. I didn't care about the foster kids. Actually, no, I I cared about them a little bit. I feel like the foster... Foster Kids and Julie Bowen's son were like supposed to be the other main storyline. It was, but like it was too broken up where it wasn't another main storyline. It was for me, at least it felt like Hubie was the main storyline. And then you had the branching storylines of like the escaped mental patient and his neighbor, Walter. And then you had the police and what they were doing. And then you had the foster kids over here. And then Julie Bowen was next to the foster kids, but also had her own little thing going on, too. It was all just branched off of him. But there's two many branches i think you're looking way too into the film like you wanted it to be more sophisticated and I more don't well-rounded want it to be sophisticated. It i just wanted to be is. somewhat confident yeah but you wanted it to be more sophisticated than it is you wanted it to be more of like an actual fully thought out 
intellectually advanced movie. No, 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 no. Because I, I can enjoy like dumb movies, but this one just didn't do it for me. I'll, I'll bring back another thing that I really liked that did get me to laugh a lot. Well, a couple of the things that was thrown at him as he was biking. These three things. Yes, they keep getting bigger and bigger block, each time. The tuba and then the flaming spear, especially because he's just <laughs> running in the middle of nowhere because that one is just so out there. I know this doesn't make sense and I'm sorry that I'm kind of contradicting myself, but because that running joke was just no matter where he was, shit was thrown at him. That was kind of funny. Maybe I'm too picky. I don't know. It's how I feel. <laughs> Let's talk about the bully's motivations. That was kind of funny. Oh, so at the end, when each bully says why they hated Hubie, he says he's envious of his smarts because he always uses such big words. And then kind of went back and through it. And like, he uses like two or three bigger words, but like not a lot. The sexual hope for Maya Rudolph, I, I just don't get that. I understand the nice hair. Tim Meadows was bald in the film. Adam Sandler's got a full head of hair. And then the bully teen was just an asshole teen. I, I'm bummed that you didn't like it. Not in a like podcasty way but just because it's such a stupid film to watch to just you're not watching it to understand everything you're watching it to just laugh which is what I usually go to for Adam Sandler movies like there's so many stupid things like when he comes into the student assembly wearing his pee sheet and he's pretending to be a ghost I don't understand. And when he's talking to the kids and they're just like throwing stuff at him. And he has the umbrella out of the thermos again. The magical thermos. Yeah, the magical thermos. Like that, oh, that cracked me up so much. Like I'm not watching this movie to want to understand why things are happening. It just didn't do it for, I think the issue is, I think this comes down to whether or not you really find that thermos funny. Because if you find the thermos funny, you're going to laugh at most things in the film. And I think you're going to enjoy it. Well, I didn't hate the thermos. I just thought it was kind of clever the first, like the first couple times. Again, I was kind of hoping for like, I don't know, something really important to happen at the end. But he just throws soup. He just throws soup. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's so like, oh my God, it's like such a long slow motion scene where he's like throwing the soup to catch the match. And it just the one drop of soup just <laughs> like one of the parts that really cracked me up but was also exciting for a different reason the scene where Hubie meets Julie Bowen and he's wearing a wire and they gave him the code word for if he gets he's like can't do it and she immediately walks up and he's like pumpkin 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 oh immediately yep (laughs) but that's out on Derby Wharf and Matt and I just went to Salem in September and walked out to that lighthouse oh that's so we saw that we were like oh shit like we saw a bunch of the places in Salem like it definitely was filmed in Salem so we thought it was cool pointing those out but when they were at that scene I'm like that's out on Derby Wharf that's like quite a walk out there to get to that lighthouse too (laughs) like I say like it all it looked like everyone had fun making it and I feel like a lot of the jokes were probably just ad libbed yeah it was a bunch of og adam sandler movie actors in there and like new snl actors with some like other people thrown in too it's adam sandler movies i always see as a way of adam sandler being able to hang out with his friends and do something with his friends which i kind of like because that's kind of what i want to make is my own production company where it's like my friends and i get to do a bunch of shit together and i feel like that's more enjoyable all right who would you suggest this to um you gotta be an adam sandler fan and you gotta be thermos fans i don't know like Oh my god, it's gotta be around Halloween. 
Obviously, hopefully with a drinking game attached. That'd be a good one. Every time he uses his thermos. Yeah, let's get back to your guesses. So for objective competence, I guess that you gave it a C plus. I gave it a D plus. Okay. Except for the couple things that made me laugh. Like you said, it looked really nice and it was just drenched in Halloween. Those things got it up from an F for in my book. <laughs> so a D plus for this film. Personal enjoyment, I guess you gave it a seven. I gave it a four out of 10. A four out of 10 for me is not hating it, but just disliking it. Had some moments that got me going, had a couple funny moments, but overall I was excited when it ended. And then rewatchability, I gave it a two out of five. I gave it a two out of five. (laughs) I'm not going to put this on, especially outside of October, but if I'm at a Halloween party, if I'm at a friend's place and they're like, hey, let's watch this, let's drink to this, let's put this on in the background, I'm not going to be like, hey, no, let's not. All right. You're off by six. Six. Ooh, okay. Uh, All right. That gives me a little confidence because I honestly, (laughs) I don't know about this one for you. But so my suggestion is 2017's It. Before I get into some info, let me get my guesses. All right. I actually have like two guesses, so I'm going to have to go on the fly and pick each one for like right now. Okay. So for objective confidence, I'm going to say you gave it a B plus for personal enjoyment. I'm going to say a four out of 10. And then for rewatchability, I'm going to guess a two out of five. So it was directed by Andy Muschietti and stars Jaden Martell, Finn Wolfhard, Sophia Willis, Jeremy Way Taylor, Chosen Jacobs, Jack Dylan Grazer, Wyatt Olaf, Nicholas Hamilton, and Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise the Clown. Based on the 1986 novel of the same name by Stephen King, it follows Bill, Beverly, Richie, Ben, Mike, Eddie and Stanley, also known as the Losers Club, in the summer of 1989 as they band together to destroy a shape-shifting monster that disguises itself as Pennywise the Clown and preys on the children of a small town in Maine every 27 years. The film was released in September of 2017 to both critical and box office success. Having made over $700 million worldwide, it became the fifth highest grossing R-rated film and the top grossing horror film of all time. So, Jamie, what did you what think up? of it? And have you seen the original miniseries and, and or read the book? No, no, and no, thank you. <laughs> no, no, and no, thank you. <laughs> no, I haven't seen anything prior. No, I haven't read the book. And no, thank you. I did not like this movie. And no, thank you. I did not like this <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, I feel like we've said it in past episodes, maybe, but we aren't big horror movie fans, like both Derek and I. Not really, no. And so going into this, I wanted to like, because Derek, I feel like you've told me it's not that scary. Matt has told me it's not that scary. So I'm like, okay. I should have said it's not that scary upon rewatches. I will say the first time I watched this, I was scared shitless. (laughs) This is a very scary film the first time, especially if you do not like horror films. Yeah, and if you're not expecting most of what's happening. The one thing I will say, even if you're not a horror fan, it doesn't just have the random jump scares. When something's going to happen, it sets the scene like something spooky's happening, you know? Sometimes. There are a couple in there that, like, I just, I wasn't expecting. Okay, we'll get into it. So, um, I want to get first, I'm going to go through, like, scene by scene kind of thing, scare by scare, and kind of want to know what your reactions. Before you do that, I just wanted to tell you how I watched this movie. Yes, let me know. So, I had to watch it on low volume with subtitles on in the morning, literally right after I woke up. 
with Matt next to me in bed two mornings in a row. I had to split it up two oh, mornings really? because I couldn't do it. There was no way I was watching this closer to sunset. There was no way I was watching it alone. There was no way I was watching it with the volume normal. I was like, no, 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 no. And Matt woke up each morning to watch it with me. And he's like, can you turn it up? And I was like, nope, you can read. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. The first time I watched it, I see the problem is I like movies. Like I can't watch a movie like that. I'm like, I gotta watch it like they wanted me to so i turn on my surround sound i mean i had all my lights on i was just ready for it it still got me and then on my rewatch i rewatched it before the second one came out when i reviewed that for my youtube channel and even then i had to rewatch it and i was still like i know it's a scary film and i don't want to watch it <laughs> and i got through and it was better but yeah that definitely tracks all right so i will say I love the opening scene. I think it sets up the tone of the film perfectly. Like it sets up that childhood friendships and bond between the brothers. And then also it's fucking terrifying when the clown, you know, rips the kid's arm off and then drags him to a sewer. Yeah, that was fucked up. That was fucked up. Which scare of like the individual scares kind of like in the like first half of the film really got you. The burning meat locker with Mike, the live painting in the synagogue, the uh, library uh, with the burnt kid, the leper, the bloody bathroom, or the basement brother puppet. So they were all scary. They all scared me. Yeah. Did not like all of them. A lot of them were like looking through my fingers, kind of. <laughs> but the creepiest one had to be like the painting in the synagogue. Oh, really? That just the look of it. Like when you see that painting and he's like running past it, it's Stanley, right? Yeah. He runs past it because he doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. And then it falls on the floor and he picks it up and she's not there anymore. You're like, oh, shit. Fuck. Yeah, you know, like, oh, because that probably was the worst for me because my mother in law has some weird paintings in her house, <laughs> mostly her house in Alabama. OK, that I hate going in there at night and looking at it because I'm like, that's fucking looking at me. I don't like it at all. No, I, I know the feeling my uh, stepmom used to have this <laughs> painting of like a dog that was dressed up in like 1800s French like military outfit or something. And it just hung in like the den and at night like the glare just made it the creepiest thing ever. So that's probably why it was the scariest because it was like the most realistic in my mind of being scared of stuff like that is what I'm scared would happen. The rest of them are scary, but like it's not something I expect. The library, I think, was the one that got me the worst. Oh, when the, the little go. kid comes down and then his head isn't there. And then he's getting chased and he's like, hey, that's Ben. And he seems like he's the most at risk there. And then what's even worse is when he gets out of that, he's just immediately put into another dangerous situation. This just one like more real bullies. life. Yeah. What do you think of the bullies? Did you think um a little extreme, a little crazy or i thought it ridiculously extreme i mean they're not throwing cinder blocks at people or anything or spears or tubas <laughs> they're just cutting open kids Some... stomachs <laughs> i mean what, they, what do you think the kids wanted to do with the spear jamie in the other film <laughs> at least it was an adult and not a child <laughs> you didn't see who threw that spear <laughs> no like hubie was oh, an adult not a child kill an adult okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yes. Point. Point, Jamie. So, yes, the 
fucking the bullies i don't like i didn't like them in hubie halloween either like i don't like movies with bullies in them because i just think it gives ideas for bullies in real life right but these ones were just fucking ridiculous like why were they so fucking mean to these people these kids and it was especially the main one uh henry bowers because even like yeah even some of her friends were like whoa like oh shit but he just like could tell like just shut up and then you even saw a little bit where he gets it from like from his fucking dad who not shoots him but like shoots at his feet just like yeah doesn't give a fuck but at like the same time you have both things because the girl beverly her dad obviously is abusive and sexual like rapes her and stuff right like that's very obvious but she isn't like the bully she's coming out of that situation learned to be kind to people where the bully decided I'm going to be a dick to people. Right. So it shows two different kids or two similar situations. I actually never but thought two different of that. Outcomes. And I really like that because like she kind of puts in an effort to kind of try to be nice to people, even though everyone's yeah. shitting on her. Like literally everyone just says like she's a slut and she's trash. It would be so easy to just be mean to the the new fat kid or whatever. But no, she's she befriends him. She, you know, and she befriends yeah. kind of the, the entire nerdy group of kids, the Losers Club. Um, Go ahead. Unless you didn't really have much. I want to get on to what I think is the scariest scene. What do you think is the scariest scene? The projector scene. Well, actually, which one's worse for you to watch? The projector scene or the first time they go into the house? Equally unenjoyable. (laughs) At least the projector scene was like over quicker. I guess. The projector scene, you're not really expecting it to do that like to come out of the screen you're not really expecting that right and you're expecting stuff to happen in the house so maybe yeah the projector screen kind of gets you a little more yeah i always thought that projector scene got me so much the first time even the second time because you think you know exactly when it's gonna happen you're like "Ah, it happens now and you're like wait what and then it happens you're like oh fuck so like it still kind of gets you but like i think that's the moment where they really like i don't know what do you think of the losers club in general do like do you believe their friendship did it come across to you as like these would actually be friends or did it seem forced some of them seemed forced some of them seemed okay i'll just say that outside of the main story which i guess is like the children getting murdered like the scary things <laughs> yeah of the movie i thought the story was kind of boring really outside of that yeah of them like getting terrorized by a clown and then fighting back and then getting terrorized by bullies and fighting back yeah and getting terrorized by their parents and fighting back and it's just boring they're able to fight against the bullies by coming together and so it foreshadow them being able to fight Pennywise by coming together. Mm. And it was about a older brother coming to terms with the death of his younger brother. I feel like Bill is kind of the main character if there was yeah. one. Like, he feels responsible for Georgie's death. Because he wasn't that sick. He probably could have went out and played with him and Georgie probably would have been fine. But because he was just like, ah, I didn't want to deal with this right now, he went out by himself and he died. So he kind of feels responsible and he's just doing anything to either find Georgie and when he realizes that Georgie is dead, then he's going to fucking avenge his ass and kick the shit out of that fucking clown. <laughs> I have to say, what do you think of the just them beating down on Pennywise? Like, for me, it was always very satisfying because you're scared of this thing the entire time. And when they finally just get to kick its ass. I thought 
that was cool, but also like there was obviously scary things in there, like when Pennywise is pretending to be Georgie and Bill has to come to terms with shooting his brother in the head. So that was kind of like sad, but at the same time, helped them re- all realize that they're not afraid of him anymore and that's why they could fight him right exactly he didn't have fear to feed off of even he said like when he grabbed beverly when he was already in the sewers he's like you're not afraid and it kind of shook him but anytime mm. i saw that i'm like well you just did the weirdest fucking silliest looking clown dance who's afraid of that <laughs> they'd feel awkward that's like a secondhand embarrassment yeah, exactly like, that's what you, i'm just like oh dude this is not you want this be creepy and it's just weird Mm. This isn't your best showing, man. Not your best showing. But I don't know. I think it really works for me. I love how they come together in the end. And I also love that I feel like this feels like a very complete film. Like if there was never a sequel to this, I feel like most people would be like, yeah, that's the story. They killed the clown. They didn't kill the clown, though. It definitely leaves a lot of loose ends. Okay, you think? Well, I guess they say if it ever comes back. I do, because, yeah, because he's not dead. They said every 27 years and they all agreed at the end to come back in 27 years. There was like a lot of things pointing to a sequel. Yeah. So it did definitely, if this was just a standalone film, people would be bummed about, I wouldn't be bummed about it, but people would be bummed about it. Oh, definitely. It leaves a lot hanging and they want to finish the story, which I mean, they can read the fucking book. I, I definitely agree with all those points, but I also feel like you don't feel end the film feeling like dissatisfied. Like they do leave a lot open for a sequel, but they also finished this story or at least this Mm. chapter of the story in a very nice way like you can tell like they're safe for now and for a while yeah i want to say one thing that i absolutely hated about this movie and i just don't understand why people like this like why do people like movies where kids are killed like that shit makes me feel bad like there's zero enjoyment in watching children be murdered yeah i mean like i don't understand why people are like yes let's go watch these kids in the 80s get their arm bitten off and dragged to their death and have a bunch of dead floating people hanging around and lots of missing murdered children like zero enjoyment in that zero i think this can be kind of a catharsis of just like you want to still feel like you're alive a little bit it's kind of i do understand it's kind of like a roller coaster like you just want that thrill i don't like that thrill because you want that scared for your life but you want to also have that little bit inside you that's like i know i'm safe you know no i i I don't don't. completely get it (laughs) it takes a while for me to really get into it but i get certain horror films like that's why i watched it in the first place was it got such great reviews and i heard like even if you're not a horror fan you should check it out it's really good and i did and i liked it and i liked the sequel a a little less but still a good film i even think that one's less scary still not gonna watch it don't worry hopefully next year we can do this again and i can reprise it no thank you (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i saw that this film a lot of people liked it because it was funny and so i think there's some good lines i think there's some like good ribbing between the friends the only laugh that this movie gave me was when the kid yelled rock war and then immediately got hit in the head by a rock that's the only point in this movie that, that i wasn't laughed that finn wolfhard who did that rock war two yeah i wouldn't describe this film as funny i think it has a couple funny moments i don't know when people have tried to get me to watch this movie they're like it's more funny than scary oh hell no i would never describe that's what it. they would always tell me okay. see you and me are like no it's not see, funny I given it's you a not better a comedy description. like it's a scary fucking film there's moments of levity which you need like the moment where they go cliff jumping i love that scene Mm. because it's when they first really kind of start to connect with each other and it's just it is a just a time in the movie to take a breath when like you can really feel like 
okay, nothing's going to happen in this scene. We're, we're relaxing. We're good. That's how I felt about it. All right, Jamie, who would you yeah. recommend this film to? Uh, serial killers. People <laughs> who want to watch children get murdered. <laughs> Just horror movie fans, Stephen King fans, then. Let's go with that. All right, fair enough. Let's remind everyone of my guesses. So yes. For objective confidence, I guessed a B+. Plus. I gave it a B because oh, nice. even though it's not in the A realm because I don't think the story is that interesting, uh, even without the murders and stuff, I just didn't find it interesting. But I think it was created well, like everything looks really nice. It's acted well. Those kids oh, yeah. did fantastic in it. Bill Skarsgård I mean, is super creepy as Pennywise. Personal enjoyment might be a little high. Four out of ten. Give it a one out of yeah. ten. I did not enjoy this movie at all. I, I wish I had never watched it. <laughs> I guess if you're not getting into the story at all, you're not going to... And the scares aren't worth it for you. And then for rewatchability, two out of five. It's a one. Ugh. I am never going to watch this movie again, ever. I wish it was a zero and I hadn't watched this movie, but I had to. Dang it. So like, okay, you're telling people to turn it off or you're leaving the room. If someone's turning this yeah. on, you're not rewatching it. But that's five off. So you won, won by one. Woo! I win the spooktacular. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, I wanted to win this one. I knew you weren't going to like it. I just didn't know how much you weren't going to like it, you know? It's not even like I hated it. Like I hated Sex Drive. <laughs> I didn't hate this movie. I just did not enjoy it. Yeah. Because horror movies, I don't hate them. I just don't enjoy watching them. They bring me no Like you can see the quality made in them. Yes, I appreciate the quality. I just don't enjoy it. No, I get you. All right. Okay, well, now I think it's time for our mini segment. Our mini segment. So this week we have a new segment where we talk about pieces of media that we like and don't, should and shouldn't. And it goes with our theme this week, which is all Halloween movies. Yep, I said Halloween and horror kind of stuff. Mixed yeah, in. yeah, 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 yeah. So the way it's set up is something you should like and do like, should like, but don't like. And then there's shouldn't like, but do like and shouldn't like, but don't like. Kind of confusing, but you'll get it once we talk about it. So what one do you want to do first? Let's start with the shoulds, like should and do and should and don't. So I was having a really hard time figuring out a Halloween or horror movie that I should like and that I do like. Okay. See, I have two and I wanted you to go first because I thought you were going to pick one of these two. Okay, so you pick okay. one. So that's, I've got one and I got my backup. So there are some that I like, but they're more like kid movies. Yeah, I know. They're not like aimed at my age group right so i couldn't put that in the should which would be like hotel transylvania and so i fucking love that halloween movie right. but i couldn't put that because it was it's not something i should like so what i should like and do like i chose mean girls because there is a halloween oh, sequence geez. in that <laughs> okay you did not choose either of the movies i picked okay so mean girls i like mean girls and i should like mean girls it's a cult classic all right yeah such a great film not really. <laughs> Don't super think There's of it. There's the Halloween party. There is a Halloween party. It. Yes, there is. <laughs> Very true. I can't deny that. All right. So the movie I chose for should like and do like, I thought you were going to pick this one, honestly, is Hocus Pocus. I mean, we're 90s kids. This is the ultimate like 90s Disney Channel fucking movie. Yeah. And it's the ultimate like Halloween 90s movie. It's so great. 
We watched it when I was up there for Halloween last year. Loved watching it. It's so cheesy and campy. And it's so weird that, like, even though it's a Disney film, the plot centers around a character being a virgin and they bring it up a lot. Like 90s Disney was so different I know. than new millennia Disney. Exactly. It's still and Disney was still unafraid to like be a little bit real. <laughs> Just all around love the film. Good movie, yeah. Wait, what was your other one? Oh my You other said one? you had two picked out for okay, that. Okay, well my backup I guess was gonna be Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. I mean classic Tim Burton film. Uh he didn't direct it. Can't remember who directed it, but it's produced by him. It's oozes Tim Burton. The style's great. Stop motion animation. I love it. It's very much in my wheelhouse. And I do like it. Okay, so now we need to do the should but don't. Like, you should like it, but you just don't like it. And I'll go first because it's what you just said. I have The Nightmare Before Christmas on here. Oh, no. I don't like this movie. I have never liked The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, it's funny because Matt doesn't either. Oh, no. I've never met anyone else Wait, that just doesn't like that this movie. At your place last year, too. Yeah. And Matt and I were pissed that someone put that on. I, I put that on. I'm pretty we sure were pissed. I put that on. I just assumed everyone likes that movie. We were texting like, who the fuck put this movie on? And he's like, I don't know. That's why I'm pretty sure when it was on, I was like doing stuff in the kitchen, doing dishes, like not watching it. Because I was like, God, it fucking, it drags on. I'm so bored watching it. I don't like it. <laughs> I would also add, other than The Nightmare Before Christmas, every single horror movie ever made <laughs> is in this category. Yeah. So one of the films I went with, I guess kind of goes against what you said at the beginning, where like, because like Hotel Transylvania is made for younger kids, that doesn't doesn't mean we should like it but let me explain so i love the hotel transylvania films and so you think because i like those films i'd like the new animated adams family film which is very similar yeah. vibe to it i really did not like that film it was <laughs> so boring the character models for like the quote-unquote normal people the non-adams family people were, were creepier were way creepier than the actual adams family <laughs> Like, the story was just so random. It was about, like, Pugsley becoming a man and doing this weird sword dance while, like, neighbors are trying to develop something. I wanted to like the film so much. I love the other Adams Family movies. Could not get into this one. Yeah, I agree. Like, I watched it going in with, like, I liked Hotel Transylvania, exactly. so I'm probably gonna like this movie. No. All right, under the shouldn't. So you go for it. Let's do shouldn't like, but don't like. And we'll end with a little bit of positivity. Okay. So shouldn't like, but don't like is is the 1990s It miniseries. <laughs> Don't think anyone should really like this. It's not good. It's way too long. If you want to watch this story that's really not scary, watch this because it's not scary. It's actually kind of funny because Tim Curry plays Pennywise and he's just having a fucking blast. Half the time he's just in the <laughs> background going, what, what, look at me. And like only one person can see him. <laughs> and that's supposed to be scary, but it's not. So yeah, that's something that I shouldn't like and don't. That's a good one. Yeah, thought it was very appropriate yeah. with our theme and things we watched. The one I have in the shouldn't but don't is also a clown movie called Stitches. It's one of those B horror movies. Mm. It's like after a clown is killed in a party mishap, he comes back from the dead to seek revenge on the people responsible. And it's a really stupid horror movie that... When Matt and I first started dating, I was at his house and one of his roommates put this on oh, yeah. and we watched it. 
and it's just gruesome for gruesome's sake and bad acting and I don't think it's made for anybody. Yeah, there's a lot of those and I remember they went through when he was living with Ben and Blake, yeah. That they would always like anytime I was over there they would always be just like the worst B-horror film on. One of them I remember. Yeah, wasn't there like a beaver one? Zombievers. Yeah, there were zombie (laughs) beavers. Zombievers. It's the stupidest. uh. Then there was one about like a killer tire. That one's the worst. Like a haunted tire. That one's the absolute worst. (laughs) I think it's called Rubber. That one makes no sense. Okay. Now let's end with some positivity with shouldn't like, but we do. So, like we said, we're not horror fans. I'm not a big horror person. So a movie that's kind of like a love letter to like all the horror classics that came before it while also being a satire of horror films you wouldn't think i would like but i love that film and that film is cabin in the woods it is it is a scary film it gets pretty scary but i just love like the reveal of what's actually happened from the outside it's a very basic film group of college age kids go to a cabin in the woods and then they get attacked by monsters but like what's revealed and i don't really know if i want to reveal it no like the behind the scenes of it all and like the big reveal of everything you're like holy crap and if you're not a horror fan it might just be enough to make you love this film it did it for me hopefully it'll do it for you oh what about you cool have you seen this film no okay you probably won't (laughs) like it you probably wouldn't (laughs) like it so for my shouldn't like but do like i have army of darkness which is the (sighs) final installation in the sam raimi evil dead series i want to i've wanted to see that i want to watch that i just never have i don't like the evil dead ones my dad was a big fan of them so i'm pretty sure i've saw them when i was like a little kid but i don't remember most of the story from the evil deads but army of darkness is so funny. That's what I've heard. That, yeah, and the horror aspects of it aren't scary because the like CGI is terrible. It's a lot of stop motion. It's some CGI, but so it's just aren't funnier. aren't believable couple... enough to be scared by them. Exactly. So what it is, is Ash is transported back to the medieval days somehow and he's captured and he like, it says his deadly chainsaw that has become his only friend. He's on a mission to recover the Book of the Dead to like be able to go back home basically to go back to modern day and there's just some fucking hilarious lines in it if you haven't seen it it's not scary you do not need to know what happens in the evil dead movies to watch this film it could be a standalone film for itself okay i definitely need to watch it it's so good so yeah that was my shouldn't but do and that was our first time doing maybe i do maybe i don't yeah let us know if you guys like this mini segment i really liked it i thought it. it was really good yeah i liked it get us to do some quick convos about a bunch of movies we might and might not like all right yeah. but that means it's time for some mini games it's the ghost of the mini games <laughs> I love all these little spooky things we're putting in. It's great. It's stupid and great. I love it. <laughs> all right. Let's get on to some mini games, everyone. My scary mini game this week is Connections. Ooh. Uh, so I already have my word. Let me know, Jamie, when you're ready. I'm ready. Okay. In three, two, one, go. Wow. Thermos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Clown and thermos. Clown, Clown and thermos. thermos. Okay, I think I got it. Okay. Ready? Mm -hmm. Three, two, one. McDonald's. (laughs) So party and McDonald's. Like, you know, 
Thermos is food, yeah. clown, McDonald's. Like, we get it. Okay. Yeah, that's I what I did. Part. I yeah. did clown, party, thermos, leftovers from a party. <laughs> leftovers from a party. <laughs> so McDonald's and party. McDonald's party. Okay. Um, okay. I think I got it. You can't say clown again. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one, go. Ball Childhood. Pit. <laughs> Childhood ball pit. <laughs> childhood ball pit um we can't do mcdonald's again (laughs) um childhood ball pit um okay i got it okay i got it i think i got it i got it i got it okay three two one go playgrounds germs and playground Dang it, I thought of germs, but I moved past it. Dang it. I never moved past it. <laughs> yeah, I never moved past it. All right, okay. Germs, playground, germs, play. Okay, yeah, I think I got it. Okay. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, go. Dirt. Contagious. Contagious dirt. Contagious dirt. <laughs> contagious dirt. Dirt contagious. Okay, okay. I got this. This is great. I'm sending mind waves to Jamie. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. No. Okay, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Virus. <laughs> virus and shit. Shit virus. Shit virus. Ready? Okay. Come on. You, do you know it? I, I, I got what? Three, two, one. Diarrhea. Dang it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I went for literal. You went for metaphorical. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. Okay. COVID-19 and diarrhea. COVID-19, diarrhea. I don't know. Oh, okay. I think I got it. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, Jamie. We're still in the middle of the pandemic. Social fucking respect. You're the one complaining about watching people watch kids die or something. People watching kids die. If I had coronavirus <laughs> and diarrhea, I would just want to die. <laughs> okay. Hospital and dead. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I think I got it too. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, shoot. Morgue. Morg. Yes. Yes. Thermos and clown to morgue. We did Thermos it. Thermos and clown to morgue. And you know what? Morgue is very appropriate. For the Halloween spectacular. So is death. I think so. Yeah, I think I think we did good. I we think we did, did good. good. All right. We got there. <laughs> we did. All right. Let's go on to your mini game. So my mini game is two truths and a lie. And I don't know if you noticed during the Hubie Halloween conversation, I was kind of quiet because you took two of my things and I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I was looking for new two truths and a lie. <laughs> the two of them were the Julie Bowen having the double V names and then the Ben Stiller is Hal L. Oh, I'm so, so I, sorry. I got all new ones that I think okay. are pretty good. Wow. Way to go. Way to adapt on the fly. Yeah, I know. A little behind the scenes action here. So you all heard it three live. of them I replaced because I was like, fuck okay. it. <laughs> gonna do all new ones so i was looking them up it's from both movies okay cool option one its natural enemy is maturin the turtle option number two there are seven former disney stars and four former nickelodeon stars in hubie halloween and three the creepy abstract painting of a woman that scares stanley has a name that name is elaine Hmm. Okay. Well, 
It's down to two because I do know for a fact that its natural enemy is the the turtle. Um, there's a reference to it. They even see a turtle when they go swimming. So I knew that's a truth. Get it out of there. But the other two, you said seven Disney stars and four Nickelodeon. Yeah. I mean, is it unfair that I kind of already had Hoop Heavy Halloween pulled up like on IMDb? That's very unfair. (laughs) I do that. You know, I do that for both. Like I always have those pulled up for when we record. Okay, but specifics. I'm not looking at it. Specifics. Um, Seven former Disney stars and four former Nickelodeon stars. And what was the last one? The painting that scares Stan. The name of it is Elaine. I'm going to say that the Elaine is the lie. Lock it in. Do you think there are seven Disney stars and four Nickelodeon stars in Hubie Halloween? Yes. There's a giant fucking cast. And I'm pretty sure that his kids have been on Disney Channel and or Nickelodeon. No. No? They have not. Oh, oh shit. Uh-oh. Am I wrong? Uh, are you sticking with that answer? I'm sticking with that answer. Lock it in! You are correct. Oh, yes! <laughs> so, yes, I knew you would know the turtle one, but finding these facts on the fly was hard. Yeah, I'm sure. There are seven former Disney stars and four Nickelodeon ones. But the abstract painting of a woman, the actual name is Judith. And I chose Elaine because one of my grandmas is named Judith and one is named Elaine. So I just chose a different grandma's name. (laughs) Both very creepy and would work for that painting. (laughs) Yes. Are you saying your grandmothers are creepy? No, they have creepy old names. (laughs) Oh, they have creepy old names. They're not creepy. They just have creepy old names. Uh, Yeah. Well, y'all, that was our show. This episode, we reviewed It and Hubie Halloween and the final score was tallied and... Derek I won? was the winner of the spooktacular. <laughs> He's so fucking into this episode. It's great. I love, I fucking love Halloween. It's a great holiday. We like to end our shows with uh, one of us reading a review, but we didn't get any this week, y'all. So come on, get out there. You know, you can write us wherever you like listen to podcasts. Or anywhere on our social medias. Yeah. Come on, guys. Come on. We, we want to read your reviews. We want to hear what you love about us. Even give us your reviews of the movies we talk about. You know, I like yeah. to see what you guys think of them. Maybe one of you think I'm an idiot and think Hubie Halloween is super hilarious and I should die. I'll put that in a review because I think that, Derek. <laughs> Hubie oh, Halloween is hilarious. Or maybe you think Jamie should, you know, act like an adult and be able to watch scary movies. Who knows? No. <laughs> no. No. Well, any of these opinions that you have sent to us, you can do it via our email at I know you DJ podcast at gmail.com or on Facebook. I know you with Derek and Jamie podcast on Instagram at I know you pod on Twitter at I know you podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there for ours. If that's where you listen, if you just want to give us a follow on any and all of these social medias, please do. And you can do it on our personal ones as well. If mine is at Jamie Dura and Derek's is at Big Freaking Geek. Yep, yep, yep. And we like to let you know what we are listening to next week. The podcasts we are listening to are from now episodes one through six. Those are a little bit shorter. They're about half an hour to 40 minutes each. And then the Adventure Zone season one so episodes 1.5 through four both of these you can find wherever you find podcasts like 
where you find our podcast. But if you need some specifics like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, but let us know who you think suggested what and your ratings for these suggestions. We post our podcasts every other Tuesday. So remember to come back and listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to I Know You with Derek and Jamie. Until next time, I'm Jamie. And I'm Derek. Ah! Dun, dun, dun.